Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. on this night. We have the, inst- the Last Supper and the institution of the Eucharist, the betrayal by Judas, Jesus' prayer of agony in the garden, there's the arrest, a lot more, and I would say some of Jesus' most profound and important teaching, especially as recorded in John's Gospel. There's a lot going on on this night in Holy Week on this Thursday. We might say, you know, as we have Mass here, what are we going to focus on? What are we giving our attention to? The institution of the Eucharist in the Last Supper, I would say, is a pretty strong contender. Uh, That's why we're in white tonight. The organ's being played. We heard the Gloria, the ringing of the bells. Our epistle was about the Lord's Supper, as well as several of our propers. But while the Lord's Supper and the Eucharist comes in a strong second, it actually doesn't take center stage. Of all the things that we could focus on, we give our primary attention tonight in this Mass to Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Not only is this our Gospel lesson, but we are also going to have a ceremonial foot washing uh, later on after the stripping of the altar. There's going to be a temporary altar set up in the parish hall. We're going to have a gospel procession. A lot of additional ceremony. You know, it's not just an incidental thing. All of this ceremony with the the gospel and the altar should impress upon us the solemnity and the mystical nature of what we will be doing in this liturgical act of the foot washing. As our gospel began tonight in John chapter 13... We're picking up with the disciples and Jesus. They're right in the midst of the supper, right in the middle of their meal. And the disciples are reclining on couches at the table there, which was the posture uh, for eating at solemn uh, meals. Not at home, they didn't eat that way, but more solemn celebratory meals. Jesus gets up from his couch and he removes his outer clothes, his robe, and he wraps a towel around himself and he puts water into a basin and he begins to wash the disciples' feet. And when he comes to Peter, Peter says, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus says to Peter, Peter, you don't understand what I'm doing to you just yet, but you will. Peter says, you're never going to wash my feet. And Peter says, uh, Jesus says to Peter, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me. You have no share in me. Then Peter, as we know, you know, asks him to give him a complete bath. Um, you know, John really loved to poke fun at Peter. <laughs> I don't know what was going on between those two, but this is not the only time John pokes fun at Peter. 
And Jesus answers Peter and says, no, I'm not going to give you a bath. For right now, for what I'm doing, washing your feet will suffice. That's all you need right now. And then Jesus, the gospel, John tells us, he finishes his task and he puts his robes back on and he goes and he sits down at the table. By the way, Judas is there still. He hasn't left yet. Satan has already entered Judas. Jesus washes his, Judas's feet, but that's another story. So he goes and sits back down at his place and he says to them, do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and do so correctly, for that is what I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, he switches there, you notice? They call him teacher and Lord. He says, I'm Lord and teacher. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you too ought to wash one another's feet. I've given you an example that you should do just as I've done for you. All right, so this is our focus on this most important night in Holy Week, this incredible night when so much is going on, of foot washing. What is this about? Do we, he said, do you understand what I've done to you? Do we understand what he's done when he washed their feet? That's our question. I think if you consult most biblical commentaries or if you hear a sermon on this passage, nine out of ten times, the message is going to emphasize how we should imitate Jesus in service, in humble service to one another. Jesus is God, and he assumed the role of a menial slave by washing the disciples' feet, and he set an example for us for how we are to treat one another. That's pretty much what you're going to hear. Almost all the time. Some Christian groups have taken Christ's admonition that we are to do to one another just as he has done to them, and they've made foot washing an actual, a literal, central act of their, of their faith, of their religious life. And we're going to have a foot washing ceremony later tonight, but it's a symbolic liturgical act for us, not because we're taking this admonition literally, as some do. At any rate, Christ's act of washing his disciples' feet on this night has become really primarily a moralistic message. An educational, you know, pedagogy, an example of what humble service looks like and something that we are to see Jesus do and imitate him in this. Many Christians, in fact, read the whole life of Christ and interpret most of what he said and did as moralistic examples that we are to imitate. Well, I would suggest that Jesus never did anything with this as his primary intent. Nothing. Ever. How boring. And Jesus is not boring. I mean, if that's all we're looking for from our religion, we could probably just go ask the Dalai Lama for some insights. Except maybe not now, after this past week. <laughs> when it comes to Christ, there is always something more profound theologically mystical going on, both in his teachings and in his acts. He never simply moralizes, gives us an example to imitate. As I said, they called him teacher and Lord. He called himself Lord and teacher. And of all nights, 
with so many profound mysteries and revelations and theological depth going on on this night, on this holy Thursday night unfolding, why would Mother Church appoint for us a nice little moral lesson? It's a bit of a letdown, actually, if that's the way we understand it. If that's all we get out of it, it's anticlimactic, especially for tonight. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting there's not a moral message in this story. There's actually even a literal application. St. Paul writes in one of his epistles that certain widows were qualified to be on the list, to be given material aid because they had washed the saints' feet. And he's speaking probably literally here. But while there's, yes, a moral message, and yes, we should treat one another and serve one another in this way, that's not what this act that Jesus performs on this night is really ultimately about. And it's not why we're focusing on it in this Mass. That's definitely secondary. We call today Maundy Thursday. This will help give us a clue about what's really going on here. We call today Maundy Thursday. This comes from the Latin mandatum, which means a command. Okay, so today is Maundy Thursday in Holy Week. It's the, it's the day of the command. And this is a reference to Christ's words to his disciples, which comes in our gospel just a few verses after our reading. Christ's words in his gospel, his command to the disciples, where he says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another. That's what today is named for, Maundy Thursday. Well, we might say, well, that fits very nicely with the symbolic act of washing feet. We're to love one another by serving one another in humility you know, in this example of washing one another's feet, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the nursery so somebody else can go to the, you know, the retreat. Well, we should do those things. That's not what this is about. What he actually said was, I give you a new commandment to love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another with that kind of love in the same way that I have loved you. And when you do that, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have this kind of love for one another. To put it bluntly, Jesus did not love his disciples by washing some dirt off their feet. He loved them by dying for them. Our gospel lesson begins tonight. It opens up like this, quote, Jesus knew that his time had come to depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he now loved them to the very end, to the very end, to the end. There's a word there, the Greek word translated to the end is exactly, it's the same word translated, it is finished that he uttered on the cross. His love brought to completion, to perfection. He loved them unto death. And that's the meaning of the foot washing. The foot washing is not a moralistic example. The foot washing is a prophetic act that Christ does on this night, which anticipates the cross. He takes the role of a menial slave and washes their feet. 
You know, after he was done, he asked them a rhetorical question. Do you know what I have done to you? They didn't. <laughs> they didn't know. He goes on to tell Peter, you do not understand what I've done to you, but you will. You will understand later. Peter would understand after the resurrection that the foot washing was not just a, a nice gesture from the master about humility. It was a prophetic act which embodied the atoning death of Christ. If we understand it as such, it makes much more sense that that's our focus for tonight. The foot washing that we focus on tonight is about the cross that we will embrace tomorrow on Good Friday. The same Apostle John says in his first epistle, we have come to know love by this, that Jesus laid down his life for us. Thus, we ought to lay down our lives for our fellow Christians. Washing one another's feet like Christ did is not just about humble service. It's really about dying. After he finished washing their feet, he gets dressed, sits down, and teaches them that the servant is not greater than the master. And if he, the teacher and master, has washed their feet, i.e. died for them, then they are going to be required to do the same. That's what the foot washing is really about. You know, this raises the bar on love your neighbor <laughs> quite a bit. It explains why Jesus could say, a new commandment I give to you, as he does just a few verses later. A new commandment, a new com what do you mean a new commandment I give to you that you love one another? That was not a new commandment. The Jews were commanded to love one another in the Old Testament. But to love like he loved, that had never been possible or even imagined. But now that he's been made a partaker of our humanity and we've been made partakers of his divinity, that kind of love is precisely what he expects of us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.